Mama Pod, real ass moms sharing real ass experiences, the things people don't tell you. Hey, Mama, hey. Hey, Mama, hey. What's up? How you doing, friend? I'm good. I am so happy we're recording live. I know. We're back in the, in the lab. And we have <laughs> our first special guest Woo, live. Yes. So excited. Come on, special guest right. live. So. <laughs> You've been I up here it. solo or dolo. Yeah. Not solo. <laughs> dolo. Really. Dolo. Okay. Wow. Um, so I am so excited to share that we have a special guest, Michaela Franklin. She's my dear friend, and we're going to be talking about co-parenting tonight. Mm, so be a good one. The good, um, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yes. I like that. <laughs> um, you know, since the pandemic, there has been a lot of separations and things like that. And life, I, life, life, life has, has happened. The pandemic either impacted us positively or negatively um and your situation happened a little bit before then but just to shed some light on things that are happening um we had a few people ask us about co-parenting so we thought mm-hmm. it'd be great to have you on um one because you made a facebook post about two months ago mm-hmm. like really highlighting and speaking very nicely about your ex-husband mm-hmm. and his now fiance and I just thought that was so beautiful because you don't see that right, right? right. and so I'm like wow this perspective is really nice mm-hmm. and everyone should see this if they're co-parenting mm-hmm. and I love the approach that you and your ex-husband have with uh Carter and just watching you guys see that with Tevin and mm-hmm. you know your ex-husband's fiance it's just it's really enlightening and I think uh you should share that with people. Absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm that's an open a, book. That's not, you know, you don't you really hear the, those <laughs> stories. So it's important that we, we share that. There's there's a light yes. for sure. So uh, so before we dive in and ask you a whole bunch of questions, okay. uh, just tell us about your journey to mamahood. Oh, man. So um, really briefly, I, I kind of struggled with infertility in the beginning before I had my son. Um, then when we got married, I was going to, you know, fertility doctors and we weren't even married a year when I found out I was pregnant. We got married in February. I found out I was pregnant in November. Mm-hmm. And then the, that December, he got deployed. So my oh. whole pregnancy, I was by myself, which was fine because I went back home um, and spent time with my family, which was amazing. Right. Um, but, yeah, he came back. And three days later, my son Carter was born. Oh, wow. The light of my entire life. Just like you, I think in an earlier podcast, you all were saying that he just, your kids take over your Instagram. Like, yeah. that's yes. my kid. And oh, they're like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was like, when you said that, I was like, well, let's clap for that. It's not just let's clap for that. For that. <laughs> this is not a selfie of my son. It's just not, you know. So, yeah. And um, so, yep, I, I had my son and I was married for about six years. And I mean, I thought we were happy, but you know how that is. And then, um, Towards the end, we just kind of became roommates. Mm-hmm. And with my son, he never saw us arguing. He never saw us fighting. We were, you know, you don't really do that in front of your kids. And, you know, that's how we kind of wanted our, our marriage to be. Like, if we have an issue, we're not going to do it in front of our kids. So when right. we got divorced, my son was like, wait, what is this? And he right. was only five at the time. So he was super young. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided, we both decided, you know, in the divorce, he would come live with me because my ex-husband's military, just like yours, Devin. And, um, yeah, he had to go to training all the time, deployments and things like that. So he stayed with me for um, a little bit over a year. Mm-hmm. And every night, you guys, my son would cry for his dad. Aww. And it broke my heart because we'd read a story. And then after that, he just burst into tears because he missed his dad. And um, 
you call him every night, but it just wasn't the same. So mm-hmm. long story short, uh, the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and um, I had to go to work and my ex-husband was a recruiter at the time. He said, you know, our office is closed. Just let Carter come stay with me while, you know, you go to work. I was like, cool. Yeah, so my son had too good of a time. And when right. he got back, he was like, I think I want to go live with my dad. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of the uh-huh. the gist of it there. But, yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. How So how was that for you as a mom, right, um, hearing, making that decision? Because I just feel like it's like a catch-22. Like, you say no, but then there may be some trauma. Yeah, right? I, I never said no. And I think it's because, you know, when you have a son, you wanted to be with their dad. If ever I had a little girl, it would be different. Right. Um, but because I had a son, I wanted him to be around his father. I wanted him to, you know, grow up and, right. and see yeah. the things his dad was doing. And I, to this day, I can't speak negatively about my ex-husband, my son's father. I think he's an amazing dad. Um, I, I love him for that. Mm-hmm. But I think my son, you know, he... He just wanted to be with his dad. He's an outgoing little boy, rambunctious yeah. little boy. Um, and they want to be with their dad. Absolutely. So when he <laughs> said it, I kind of was like, inside, I was like, no, <laughs> you got to be with mommy. But I, but my face was like, you know, if that's what you want, we'll talk to your dad about it. Mm-hmm. And um, like you said, it, it was it was painful at first. The first two weeks, I think I cried every single day mm-hmm. that he went with him. But um, I have an amazing partner, um, Tevin. Mm-hmm. He's also military. I don't have a type, y'all. Just say it. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Sounds like a type to me. But, but, uh, I have an amazing partner that was there with me through it. So right. I, I, I did. I think I did okay. I pat myself on yeah. the back. Yeah, yeah. we patting two girls. Yeah. I'm patting. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of moms can relinquish their children as Man, easily as I right. did. Because I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm like, I? Because when Ooh. my son, like, when my husband leaves the house, he's like, where's daddy? And I'm like. Daddy, go. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear my mama. And I'm just like, what would I do if my son told me? Like, I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm really patting you on. Yeah. So we never really had. He, I mean, because because my ex was military, he was gone for a, a lot. I mean, he was yeah. deployed like two, three times right. when Carter was a baby. So he wasn't used to his dad being there. Right. You know, he was always gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he got situated, you know, after his Korea, uh, he went to Korea for a stint there. And then he got back. He got situated. I said, you know what? you're stable right now yeah. maybe this is the best time mm-hmm. for him to be with you and it, I mean it worked out we have an amazing co-parent relationship that you know if you ask me anything I'm gonna be a hundred yeah. it ain't always good okay yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'd be like <laughs> that's a, actually a great segue into yeah. the next question yeah. so what what does co-parent ugh, co-parenting life look like for you for and us. yeah for what for both of you you know in the beginning we wanted to kill each other mm-hmm. and yeah. that's just normal <laughs> because you know divorce they kind of relate it to like a petite death you know yeah. it's like you had this vision in your mind of what your marriage and what your life was going to look like and then when it doesn't work out that way you're like fuck like yeah. what do I do like yeah. with my life now yeah. and so I struggled with that for a little bit he struggled with that for a little bit mm-hmm. but then at the end we kind of you know decided we have to do what's best for Carter right. and um and everything is about our son. As long as he's happy and healthy, we're both good. I think um, just a, a little bit about, you know, the relationship with my ex-husband's fiance. <laughs> when I first met her, I was really nervous because, you know, the first impression is the lasting impression. And long story short, he's always late picking up my son when we, when we have to swap. Mm-hmm. And this particular day, I was like, this man is always damn late. Mm-hmm. But I said, I'm about to meet his girlfriend at the time. I said, I don't want to be a bitch about it. I want to be, you know, right. as you know, cordial as possible. Mm-hmm. She got out the car. 
I walked to the car and I just remember in my head, I was like, this is the woman about to spend all the time with my son. <laughs> and, and you think about that sometimes and you're like, there were moments and Tev can attest, like I cried because I felt like I was being replaced. And that's just the honest truth. You know, like she was making them pumpkin pies together and they was baking cookies. And I was like, wait, like that's the stuff I'm supposed to be doing with my kid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when we met, we kind of, you know, we, it was the pandemic, so we touched elbows, and she was like, I'm so happy to meet you, finally meet you. And it was beautiful because we didn't meet in an aggressive way. We didn't yeah. meet in a negative way. Um, his, My ex-husband told me, you know, they've been dating for about six or seven years. He told me, I'm thinking about introducing um, Carter to my girlfriend. How do you feel about that? And I, I love that about our relationship because even before my partner and I got serious, I reached out to Carter's dad, and I was like, I just need to know if you're going to get this man in trouble. Because if you are, it's not even worth it. Because I don't want him involved in that. Right. Yeah. And so um, he was like, as long as he's treating you well, as long as he's treating Carter well, mm -hmm. I'm for it. And that's the type of relationship you want to have with your with your co-parenting, your, your partner, really. Right. It's like, yeah. as long as you're in a healthy state and they're in a healthy state, mm -hmm. it works. But if you have somebody that is like, nope, I'm going to be pissed regardless, right. it's, it's yeah. just, it's hard. Um, so when I met I May, I guess we kind of like mutually knew and she was a single mom. I was a single mom. So we connected on that level okay. of just wanting the best for our kids. And I think awesome. that was beautiful. I love that. That's so mature. Mm -hmm. So mature. Yeah. Cause I don't know. <laughs> you always say that. that. Like, I, ooh, nope. I don't do want to meet you. You never Ain't know. Nobody be my baby. But me. Right, you know, right. you never know what you're going to do till you have you to do right. it. You, you were right. absolutely right. So we're going to, we're going to, we gonna, we gonna, yeah, we yeah. roll with that. We're going to roll with that. So with some of the challenges y'all faced, faced with uh, co-parenting, how did y'all come to a place of peace? Mm, there's some, you know, when we got divorced, I thank God for Atlanta, mm -hmm. the court system. They made us take this uh, co-parenting class, and mm -hmm. it was so beneficial. Right. And um, one of the things that I remember standing out to me was, like, you can't have a Disneyland parent. You can't have a parent that's, like, you know, fun all the time, and then they go back with their, you know, the parent that they're really with, and then it's, like, chores, they're miserable. Right. So we both kind of talked about being an equal a partnership in that part, mm -hmm. and um. So that was a challenge because I always felt like Brian, Carter's dad, was the fun parent when right. he got to stay with him. Right. And um, we, we compromised, and then sometimes I became the fun parent, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, when yeah. he came to stay with me. So that was a really big challenge for us in the beginning. And then, you know, just also, you know, the time that we get to spend with him. I get him on extended. You know, you have mm -hmm. to set those things in stone. And it's not mm -hmm. always easy. And I promise y'all, I'm so thankful that when we went to court – the judge really looked at the both of us like, why are y'all here? Like, because we were so amicable right. about everything. Mm -hmm. And it's not always like that, but if you're blessed to have that, you really do want to take advantage. And I, I think that, you know, we don't have as many challenges as right. most co-parents do yeah, because we always keep our son first. Mm -hmm. And the ones that do have those challenges, you really have to ask the question, like, are you putting your child first or are you putting yourself first? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so, real. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the truth, too. Yeah. That's a that's a really good point. And I guess a good way to look at it, like at the end of the day, your child is the one who's impacted by the oh, choices that definitely. you all make. So definitely. it's good that you all were able to be mature and grown about the situation and really approach it in that way. We so. wanted him to see love, you know, like even mm -hmm. though he didn't have to, you know, oh man, it's about to get real deep. But, you know, I came from um, a family, my mom and dad, they stayed married, but they were miserable. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And I didn't want that for my son. So yeah. when I realized that Brian and I just weren't happy, mm -hmm. 
it was like, I'd rather my son have two equally happy parents that are separated mm -hmm. than two parents in the same household that are unhappy and right. miserable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Brian's situation was kind of the same. You know, he had a grew up in a family where his parents split when they were super young. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so we thought, you know, we were doing the best by trying to stick it out for our kid. But right. Sometimes that's not the best thing because yeah. then that child grows up with trauma, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? That's, that's, a, that's we're, gonna, we're definitely going to dive into that. I'm telling you. Yeah. In one of these episodes. Yeah. Because yeah. that's like sticking. We're, we're not our grandparents and no. our, our mamas where we're just sticking through it just for the mm -hmm. sake. You that know, part. We don't, I don't like it. it, it that <laughs> exactly. Part. No thugging it out. Listen, um, my grandma stayed married for 50 years, and I think ooh. her husband cheated on her 50 times that oh, she stayed. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, and it, that's a whole nother I'll need to dive into, but <laughs> you know, financially back then women didn't have mm -hmm. that option. You know, yeah. they had to stay. I had yeah. a job. I was good. Like mm -hmm. I was secure in my career at the time. And I was like, I can make it without you. Yeah. Like uh -huh. I don't want you. So, yeah. But and I think that's the mindset now. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I mean, like we got our own too. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know? Got our own Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned, you know, this whole meetup with your, your, ex-husband's fiance mm -hmm. and essentially you introducing um the idea of tevin to him and oh, just yeah. kind of seeing how he would be receptive to that how when did you all feel like it was the appropriate time to really have those conversations like hey i have a partner who i'm considering starting another life with and you have someone who's in your life that you want to you know start a new life with right when did you all find it to be appropriate to kind of have that conversation with each other and introduce your partners to your son. Yeah, I, th I think when you, there's no real time frame, time limit, I don't think. I think when you see that this person is here for you and here for your child and they're not in and out of your life, mm -hmm. you know, that's when you know. Mm -hmm. um, if you're with someone and they're not really consistent, mm, I don't think that you want to introduce someone that, you know, because Carter got used to my Tevin, my partner, being around. Carter got used to him. And even though Tevin and I were friends first, we didn't do the whole intimate thing, like kissing and hugging and stuff in front of my son because yeah. he wasn't used to that. Um, yeah. I think maybe about, I want to say maybe a year after me and Tevin had been together was when we kind of started showing Carter that we were affectionate towards mm -hmm. each other. Mm -hmm. And that's when I raised the question to um, my ex-husband, like, you know, I'm thinking about, being serious with this man, and I didn't know where your mind is. Because, again, if you're going to cause trouble and I don't want you with it, I don't want this man around my son, mm -hmm. I didn't want to put Tevin in that situation. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So after we, you know, realized that we were serious, and you know what an another thing is? There's never been another guy in Carter's life other than Tevin after his dad, mm -hmm. and there's never been another woman in Carter's life after um, my ex-husband's now fiancé, and I'm thankful for that mm -hmm. because he didn't have to see a yeah. whole lot of people yeah. for for him to know that right. this is my new mom. This right. is my, you know, soon to be new dad. So it's like, I'm thankful for that. And, um, yeah, so when we discussed that and he was like, like I said, as long as you're happy and Carter's good, I'm good. Right. When he said, I'm thinking about introducing our maid to, to Carter, I was like, okay, as long <laughs> as he, as long as he's treating Carter right and you're good. Cause that's another thing you want to think about when you're with someone and you've had a child, their mental health, yeah. is what your child is going Girl, to you see. Are yeah. So no, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Like if, if they're not right, and I always make sure Brian is right mentally, mm -hmm. um, because my son is watching him. Right. If he's yeah. not good, I know that there's gonna be, you know How old is your son? He's gonna be eight in July. Oh, mm -hmm. you're a big boy. I have a big boy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big boy. Um, so what advice would you have for anybody who's embarking on this journey? 
to to my to single motherhood. Yeah, <laughs> and thinking about it. Yeah, and co-parenting because it's hard. It is. It's very hard. I think um, choose happiness. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest, most solid advice I can give. If that other person you're with is sad and miserable and mm-hmm. trying to make things complicated, ignore that. Right. Be happy with yourself and what you're doing for mm-hmm. your child. Um, whether you're in a marriage and you're thinking, you know, contemplating about leaving and like, I don't know, that anxiety is going to be there because you never, you can't foresee what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as you try to stay positive and stay happy, and that's been the thing for me, I was upset when my marriage didn't work, but I couldn't live in that. You know, I had to persevere and, and be happy and with my circumstance. And so anybody that's, you know, thinking about, you know, I'm just not happy, but I don't know what what's going to happen to my kids. Or if you right. already divorced and you're still like, I just don't know, you know, what to do. Just choose happiness because mm-hmm. that's what's going to keep you keep you going. Seriously, yeah. yeah. So with your son moving, because I assume he lives out of state. Right? Yes, he lives in Nashville, and we are in Georgia right now. That means that you know Tennessee is the state above it, but it's yeah. you're living in different oh, states, even different it's cities, hard. right? It's really I imagine that you had to do something to just keep your mind going, keep because <laughs> you said it was a, it was a rough couple of weeks before oh, yeah. or after he went or decided to stay with his dad. Mm-hmm. What did you do to keep yourself, you know, together? <laughs> like, again, I thank God for my partner. <laughs> yeah, because I probably would have lost it. But um, my first visit to Nashville, y'all gonna think this is totally strange but my first visit to Nashville to see my son it was a six-hour drive because I was living and working in Charlotte at the time I stayed at my ex-husband's apartment Mm -hmm. and he stayed at his then girlfriend's apartment so I could spend time with Carter and stay you know those two three days with him and I think in that time I grew so close to Ame who's um, Brian's fiance. I grew so close to her because we bonded on that whole single mom thing. Like we were taking the kids to the pool together. We were taking them to the store together. I had to see what this woman was like. You know what I mean? Like I had to see who is this woman going to be around my kid all the time. And she has a beautiful little girl who that's my little girl. So it was kind (laughs) of like we just really bonded. And um, it made it easier for me to leave, even though I cried the whole six hours back home. Yeah. But before I left, um, Ame's daughter, she was like, don't worry, Michaela. I'm going to take care of Carter for Aww. you. Don't worry. And How I'm old telling is her, she? She's nine. Oh, so they're around the same age. They're eight. right around the same I mean, when they, they're siblings. Like, they fight just like brother Aww. and sister. So when I left, like I said, I was crying the whole way. I felt I felt good knowing that he was being with, you know, being left with somebody that cared. Right. I mean, she was wiping the snot from my son's Aww. nose. She was packing them lunches to go to the pool, like, I couldn't have asked for a better, you know, for him a better partner. And um, we talked on the phone all the time. She would send me pictures of Carter doing, you know, Mm -hmm. things at school, teaching Mm -hmm. him how to ride a bike. And I was just blessed in that aspect. And I know it's not always going to be like that. Yeah. But um, if you if you stay positive about it and just don't meet anybody with the negativity, Mm -hmm. hopefully that positivity will will come back. Right. So what new hobby? What did you pick up? What did Drinking. you do? Because no, I'm just playing. No, I didn't. <laughs> now you have like all this extra time, no. right? So, so like, yeah. what did what did you do? Like, how did you find you again or the new you? You know, I yeah. made an excuse for a long time, you guys. I I wanted to be a writer for a long time, mm-hmm. and motherhood. Well, marriage happened, mm-hmm. school happened, right? 
motherhood happened. Then, you know, the career field right. happened. Yeah. And I always made excuses. So when my son left to go live with his dad, mm-hmm. I sat my ass down and I finally put, you know, my thoughts on paper and I ended up hammering out three books the whole time. Three books? Yeah, I did. Oh, my that gosh. Awesome. Yeah, what I kind did. of books? Yeah. So they're romance novels because I'm a, Ooh, I'm a hopeful, hopeful romance. <laughs> I don't like using the term hopeless because I'm hopeful. For yes. people that are looking for that. Um, but, yeah, I, I wrote a series of books uh, based loosely off the school. I went to in East Point. Shout out to East Point. Georgia? Tri-Cities, Tri-Cities, okay. Georgia. Yeah, ATL. Yeah. Hello. Well, not, not Atlanta. <laughs> oh, East yeah. Point, not Atlanta. Not Atlanta. <laughs> but, um, oh. but, Point, yeah, but East Point is that's my home. Um, shout out to Atlantic. I'm wearing their their sweatshirt. My classmate, okay, uh, um, black owned business. All um, right, come on. Yeah, I I did. I I wrote the books loosely based off my high school because a lot of famous people came from the school that I went to, okay. mm-hmm. and so I thought of this amazing idea. Like I want to figure out and talk to people and see mm-hmm. what happened to them ten years after you know, graduation. And so the concept of my novel, novel, excuse me, is um, they're, they're romance novels, mm-hmm. but they're all based off couples that went to this um, same high school and what oh, happened wow. to them 10 years later. Yeah. It's oh, wow. Super juicy stuff. So you guys. said, is, is it Tri-City School? Is Tri-City's that? High okay. School, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Magazine Performing Arts. Yeah, there's a lot of oh, yeah. heavy hitters that oh, come out of, who came out of that school. Um, yeah. Outcast came from, I love okay. shout out Outcast. Yeah. Um, some of the members of Escape came from my high school, Jagged okay. Edge. So, um, Keenan from uh, Keenan and uh, Kale. Oh, yeah. I, I thought he was from Atlanta. Yep, yep. He went to my high oh, school. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and just now, I mean, and then there's a lot of other people that I mean are big time, like um, makeup artists and in the film industry. And it's just when I saw, you know, my classmates doing these amazing things and. You know, not to make it seem like I wasn't doing anything. I was a mom, okay? Um, you were doing your thing. I was thing. doing my thing. It was just like, I just thought it would be a beautiful idea to just share that concept with the world. Like, all everything that we are kind of comes from our childhood and our past experiences. Yeah. So that's what I kind of focus on um, in my books. And um, if you're interested, yes. L, the yes. author, is my <laughs> IG. Okay. Um, yes. so, yeah. yeah, shout out. So when do you think you'll be releasing these wonderful books? God, is it? Self-published, they said. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. It's super expensive. Uh-huh. Um, it's a very tedious process. But right now, I just got my manuscript back from my editor, uh-huh. uh, Kristen. She's been amazing. Um, and uh, so now I just have to read through, make those edits. And hopefully, my plan, you guys, is to have it published by my graduation date. Okay. So many years ago. Not going to tell you how old I am. Okay. Um, but <laughs> May 21st of this year. Okay. So that was the day that, you know, class of 04. Shout out, 04. Graduated. Okay, just age. You yeah. know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. I graduated high school May 21st. Well. Stop it. I did. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so, I yeah. Did. I, I don't just think it's. Yes, you do. Okay. You think long and hard enough about Not it. High Actually, let me scale it back. <laughs> I actually graduated <laughs> May 19th. Okay, it's close enough. You don't know. Uh, close enough. Listen, I know it's May. I know it's exactly. the 19th or the 21st. Okay. Yes, close enough. But, but again, it's kind of like the, the book. All three of them start on the night of graduation. Okay. And so through each book, hmm. they're telling a different story. A different version of what happened that day, and then okay. it picks up ten years later. Ooh. yeah, it's super. It's it's crazy, and it's it, mentally. Oh my god! So all of the characters are intertwined in each book. So okay. you'll oh, see, wow. yeah, you'll see them introduced like in the first book, and all the way through the through the end. And I'm I'm thinking about maybe making it a thing um, where I just use couples 
from that particular school, like, yeah. and just do series of, of different people. So you never oh. know how that might turn out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just a shout out Netflix. I'm just there waiting. we go. <laughs> I'm like, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I'm like, you know, they're good jump for picking up something. Yeah, jump on yeah. Netflix. I mean, we real little right now, but yeah. we all know it's yes. no. But that was, that was my hobby that I, I, I picked up um, that, that time that he was away. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was hard. Like, I was texting my son every day. Like, that's like my little man. Like, he'll yes. call me like, Mommy, what you doing? Mm-hmm. Who you with? Let me see where you are. Aww. And um, when he's with me, it's like we are mm-hmm. we are so close. Oh, I love that. Yep. So, again, please tell us where we can follow you at. Yep, it's L the author on okay. IG. Can you um, spell it? Can you spell that? Yeah, E-L-L-E. Okay. The author. Okay. Got <laughs> it. IG. Um, I'm not on, like, I, another podcast I was listening to, like, y'all have Twitters and the things. I do not have TikToks. I don't do any of that. <laughs> I think I'm way too old for that. No, but, um, you're not. I don't know, you guys. I Everybody can't Everybody grandmama on TikTok. What My mama is, is a grandmama, this? and she be TikToking yeah, all she night. TikTok. Like, like, she, she does, does her own videos. TikToks? No, but she, oh. <laughs> she scrolls. She knows TikTok. Oh, yeah. Everybody can I scroll. Do. I just couldn't. <laughs> I, I don't have a <laughs> I feel like Carter, I feel like my son would be able to teach me how to make a TikTok before I I'm yeah, sure. Absolutely. Have you ever tried to make a TikTok? It's nope. extremely hard. Mm-mm. I tried with my little cousins and it took me literally an hour to learn one dance. Oh no. And record it. They were so frustrated Not with interested. me. But they knew how to do it like that. <laughs> they knew. Okay. It, I mean, they, it, it was like that. Thank y'all yes. so much. Well, thank like, thank I just you. really want to say from like a mom's perspective, this experience of watching you guys start this from the ground up has been so beautiful like, i just was like when you asked me to come i was like me <laughs> yes <laughs> you. What you little old me <laughs> um but i, I just want to say i'm so super proud i think what you're doing is amazing i think so many women are going to benefit from this and i'm just really hoping that i can just watch the flourishing continue. Yes, we're going to claim that. Yeah. We're going to claim that. Absolutely. Yes, so we're going to be talking about these books. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes, oh, we're yeah. going to have to go on. <laughs> Let me back. find out. We need to start a book club. Oh, right. oh. See, look at you. <laughs> I like the way yes. you did it. Yes. Find out. And that's a way to hold you accountable. Right. Because we're going to, like, hey. We ain't going to do nothing what's else. We're going to hold you accountable. I, I know. What's going on in, in, in book number four? Right. Y'all might be in book number four. Hey. a podcast. I got some stories. Right. <laughs> it's amazing what you what you write. Like everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if you don't know how to write it, you got it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just putting the pen to the paper. And I think that that's what this time has allowed me to do. And I'm oh, thankful. I love for it. That. I'm here for it. I can't wait. I love y'all. Thank so you. So excited. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for and, having me. Uh, stick around. I ain't going nowhere. Okay. Great. <laughs> um, and feel free to chime in. Um, do you want the next part? Yes. Our podcast. Awesome. So we're going to go into our Mama Juice segment. Yes. Okay. So you know, y'all know I'm always here for the Mama Juice. Yes. I'm taking a sip Always of the here juice. for the Mama Juice. Okay. So, so tell us a little bit about Mama Juice for those who are listening for the first time. <laughs> so Mama Juice is simply our beverage for the episode. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. We're sipping, likely sipping on this beverage. Every time we talk about the mama juice. Okay. So today's beverage is called, you going to have to sit down for this one. <laughs> I love it. That's the name of the drink. It's called, you going to have to sit down for this one. And it's a reason why it's called that, because you, you really going to have to sit down. Like if you drink this, just stay on home uh, or wherever you are until you, you I know, because like it's, it's, it's a little strong. So mm-hmm. 
what this drink has mm-hmm. is red wine. Okay. Now I'm a dry red. You know, some folks are sweet red. I'm a sweet red. Whatever your preference is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're gonna have red wine. Okay. You're gonna mix that with two ounces of dark rum. Okay. Okay. And you're gonna splash it with some champagne. And this is why I say you're gonna have to sit down for that because it's a lot of that's a lot of alcohol. Yeah. And then of course everything has to look pretty. Mm-hmm. So add your berries, your strawberries, your blackberries, blueberries, whatever berry you desire. Mm-hmm. Add it to your drink. I love that. And enjoy. I think I want that. Yeah, yeah you, you got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> listen, you listen. listen. I'm gonna sit down. Gonna yeah, sit down. <laughs> you stay set. You stay I'm gonna set. stay set. <laughs> Uh, but thank you again. Um, we really appreciate just the the real from from mm-hmm. your your experience, and I know I've enjoyed learning mm-hmm. about you know your journey and to and through yeah. mamahood, and just how you've just been so mature with yes. the way you and your ex husband and your partner and his partner are just doing this whole co parenting thing mm-hmm. together. So. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Don't ever be afraid. You got to step out on faith. Like if you're contemplating, just, you know, step out on faith. You know, we going to step. Yeah. We going to step. (laughs) We going to step. Okay. So the next part or the next segment of our show is called the Mama's Corner. Um, So Mama's Corner is basically an opportunity for our listeners to um, email us and either ask us a question, give us advice, or give Mm -hmm. us a mama mama hack. Um, So, um... Yeah, do you have any mama hacks that you can give us? Mama hacks when yeah. little one. What how did yeah, how did you get through? Like mama hacks can be anything yeah. that just really helps you get through the day with these mm-hmm. kids because we all know that, you know, life gets a little interesting. There's always twists and turns and you just don't know how to deal with it. So what are some things? I, I think Music was my mama hack. Ooh, that yeah. that's, that's a cons- that's I a constant. Ma- I think music was mama hack, mm-hmm. and I think that you How know. How did you use music? I mean, I play it to shut them kids up. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, um, on the way to school, we would have you know playlists for him when he was yes. little. Yes. Even now that he's older, like he has jams that he listens to when he's yeah. on his way to school. Yeah. Um, and when I'm by myself and I'm having my mama time, I'm always listening to music. Definitely mm-hmm. some old school R and B type vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, music yeah. was definitely a mama hack. Music is a staple. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm I love music. Yeah. All genres. Mm-hmm. And we literally have an artist for each day each that day. my son listens to. Yes. I'm about to run through this list real quick. Okay, go ahead. go ahead. So on Sundays, we listen to Sade. Okay. That's our girl. Mondays, we listen to Marvin Gaye. Your kid's going to be so well-rounded. Tuesdays, <laughs> we listen to Robert Glasper. Okay. Wednesdays, our Auntie Anita Baker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thursdays are Kim. We listen okay. to Kim on Thursdays. Fridays are Erica Badu. Wow. And Saturdays are Maxwell. Love it. And Bob Marley is our my my son loves Bob Marley. I bet your kid's so well behaved. He, mm, <laughs> he got to he's, be he's to actually he's he is a good kid. He is. And he's hurt. still a kid. Yeah. So let's that yeah, part. there we go. That part. <laughs> I know you use uh the music mama hat. Yeah. You know, you know I know. I see them babies. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that your hack for 
Um, so this kind of concludes our um, our episode. Yeah. So, friend, where can they follow us at? So you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, everything at the Real Mama Pod. And if you want to follow us personally, mm-hmm. um, my Instagram tag is at Kendra Ferg, and that's K E N D R A F E R G underscore. And I'm at Dev D E V. Grace, G-R-A-C-E underscore. And that's on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok right now. Maybe one day. Um, oh, no day. Also, yeah, also um, don't forget to email us. Mm-hmm. Send us your mama hacks, your your venting, whatever you want to talk about. You can email us at mama at therealmamapod.com. And what what else? I feel like I'm missing something. Our mama merch. Oh, yeah. yes. At merch. Merch, <laughs> merch. <laughs> So and, and I'm you, wearing merch. Yes. And I ain't even your you know, mama hat. Is? You know that is on the website. It's real cute. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I want everything. I want the hat, the sweatshirt. I want everything. I'm gonna order everything. <laughs> Girl, we got you. One, we got it. Got it. Uh, so yeah, check out our website for your mama merch, and don't forget to subscribe to um, our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast app. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't forget to rate us. That's really really important. And lastly, share with your friends, all your mama yes. friends. Share with them. Share with your auntie, your mama, whoever. Just tell them to listen. You ain't got to be a mama. Yeah. You ain't got to be a mama. Yeah. You don't. You don't have to be a mama. You want to be prepared yes. for this mama. Exactly. It's a lot of people that's in the community that are not mamas, and that is A-OK. Yep. yep. And then lastly, we would like to shout out Yawande Addy for yes, creating a song, Your Real Ass Mom. <laughs> and we really appreciate you, and we will thank you you all the accolades all the time so i think that concludes our episode for tonight yeah all All hearts and minds are clear all right good night see y'all next time stay at home on nine to five